don't stop. Opening their mind. Because people are so close-minded that they still don't realize it. Like, they can't understand how can a person with a disability be so independent? How can a person with a disability um, be gay? How can a person with a disability have a college degree? When you surround yourself around the wrong people, then you are not going to be able to be successful because what they're doing is draining all that beautiful energy that you have with all those beautiful thoughts. Another secret, which is my drag mother, Ms. Nina Flowers. Shout out to Ms. Nina Flowers. Oh, wow. Ms. Nina Flowers from RuPaul's Drag Race, Nina Yes. watching verse tv make sure you rate like subscribe and share it with all your friends all right i hope you do so what's up guys it's your boy trevix music can you hear my voice you know what time that means it's time for all the tea here on verse tv this week we have with us all week long none other than from buffalo new york differently capable shout out to you brother thank yeah, you so much yeah. for being here What's up? What's up, my king? What's going on, my brother? Thank you for having me. Of course. appreciate you being here. Black Lives Matter. I know a lot of things are going on in this world. I know you're representing the parade. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm super excited. We're super excited to have you here. Um, we've been, uh, just been in talks for a little while now, so I'm super excited the day has come. So let's right, get right to it. Boom. Just like that. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a singing musician and activist slash advocate, but also advocate, activist slash advocate for those in the LGBTQ community and with disability. Aaron, who's our show producer, often uses a cane to walk, and he knows how harsh the gay dating world can be on that. So um, we're going to talk about all that good stuff. So without further ado, before we get into anything, and, and you know, like, can we just talk about the background right there? The fact that, you know, you are an activist, you are, you know, you're an advocate, especially for the community, but not only for the community, but those with disability, because I think that's very important. Because if y'all don't know who this man is, I'm sure he's going to tell you, I'll tell you now, go Google it, Definitely Capable, and you're going to see this man, um, one of the flyest brothers I know, y'all got to check him out, very inspiring, so I feel like that was important, that we, you know, how, just tell me talk about that before I get deep into this, what's that like, being an activist and an advocate for the LGBT community, because that's super dope, and it's Pride Month. So, yeah, thank you very much, my brother, I really appreciate it, um, and yes, make sure you all go look me up on Google. <laughs> But yes, um, uh, I am an advocate and activist for for first people with disabilities because um, it is hard to be us in this type of world um, where everything has been mostly segregated and in groups and things like that, um, where we need to start getting to be more a part of. Um, I came upon this one day because I was just so sick and tired of being the only person with a disability and around pride. Every time I used to go to pride, every time I used to go to pride, I used to see a lot of people with disabilities in one group, but come to find out they were marching with how homes. If you know, if you know what a home is, is where some 
people with disabilities that parents can take care of or family members can take care of, set them in these special homes where other they can congregate with their with our own what they call species. Oh wow! And, and yes, and and just and be in these types of homes, but these places are very far from the city. I live in the city of Buffalo, and I noticed that there was no voice for us. There was no one out there saying that people with disabilities exist in this community. I, I met a lot of people with disabilities. They wish they can go to a club and see a drag queen. They've never had that opportunity. So I came across that uh, one day, and I um, spoke with the LGBT uh, Pride Center here in Buffalo, um, which is the LGBT organization that supports the, the community here in Buffalo. And they decided to put together a, a program for people with disabilities. And it's been running since 2014. It's not mine. I don't run it anymore. I, I started it. Um, I was the founder, but I don't run it anymore. And um, uh, they, they, they're still working with that. And there's more and more people coming out in the community that they're saying we're gay and we're gay. Wow, come on, we're making strides and changes in the community. All because we you want to stand up. You, no, that's you. I'm we talking about you. To. You definitely have to. And uh, shout out to you for doing that because, you know, it's all right as people, you know, um, to stand up. And some people just refuse to mm -hmm. stand behind and don't do anything and then want to complain about the rights they have. Um, but mm -hmm. people like you who do choose to make change, you know, it's important. So shout out to you. So thank you for being here and being on the platform and, you know, let them know, like, this is what we are here. We're doing it. You know, and then also, you know, creating a program, even though you're like, you do, like you said, you don't run anymore, you're still a part of it. And because of you, it was created. So you have to have a, you know, have to start somewhere. So, you know, exactly. you know, the fact that people are still making, you know, changes in your name and your honor, making it happen, super dope. Um, and so uh, have being from Buffalo inspired you to um, be, to get into um, being an advocate and, and, and working in the field? Is that being in Buffalo and what you experienced? That's what you said, right? Well, uh, being around in the city and noticing that um, that there was not a big community like me, some, um, I didn't see myself represented enough. Like I was like, oh, I'm basically the only person with disabilities in the city itself that's daring and willing to come out and, and around the city with my pride and pride and joy with the flag and march and and in the in the city itself. There's right. Um, so that that's what pushed me. But the the the, the, the idea of seeing more noticeable things when it comes to people with disabilities came way a long time ago. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, a little secret of mine: I actually used to be a drag queen. What? <laughs> hey, you telling all yeah. the, That's your little. We have a section we call I, deepest tea, and I feel like you're telling your deepest tea too soon. I get there. It's not so. It's not so deep because it's, it's like it's. So far back in, in, in the past, you know, um, this was before RuPaul's Drag Race even started. Um, Talk but, about it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I used to do drag and I, uh, back home, I actually lived in back home for a couple of years after I graduated from high school um, because I, I needed a little change for a little bit. And I wanted to uh, assist my family because I didn't want to leave my mom alone. 
So we moved back to Puerto Rico for a couple of years, and over there I did I discovered drag, and um, I put my face down to the chair with a beat down from a little another secret, which is my drag mother, Miss Nina Flowers. Shout out to Miss Nina Flowers. Oh wow, Miss Flowers from RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, season on. one, Miss um, Congeniality of season one. Um, yeah, that's actually my drag mother. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Nina. And um, yeah, it, 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 that, that, that's what pushed me because I didn't see no one else doing drag like me. Right. So <laughs> I, 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 I tried to change history little by little because people need to do it. it it's time that people need to see us. Right. That's my goal. That's my mission in life. You got to be out and about and loud and proud to be heard. And you absolutely let them know. Good. That's what we're here for. Can we talk about you being Boricua a little bit in your Puerto Rican roots? Because, hello, hey, I heard it when you started talking. Puerto Rico in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I heard it when yes. you started talking. So can you talk a little bit about your Puerto Rican history and your, and your origin and like, letting people know a little bit about it? Because, I, you know what I'm saying, like being Puerto Rican, I'm very proud of that. You know what I'm saying? And I know that you are, mm-hmm. too. So can you just talk a little bit about that? Being so I was... Rico. Yeah. So I am originally from Puerto Rico. I was born in Ponce, Puerto Rico. Although I, I lived my my baby years in Patillas, which is all in the um, south uh, southeast area of Puerto Rico. Sorry, I don't know much of the map. But um, but all of my family lives in Puerto Rico. Um, that's home. That's where I find peace. That's where I connect with myself you know it's like mm-hmm. when they said you need to realign your chakras that's where, where I go I want to realign the chakras ah, <laughs> back to the motherland as it yes. says you know exactly exactly so it's it's just it's, it's I love it Puerto Rico is my life yes Puerto Rico so um what inspired you to start singing because I've seen your Instagram I've seen you up there doing your thing what, what inspired you to sing, sing? And how long have you been singing? I've been singing all my life, and I can recollect. Um, apparently, my mom told me that one day she put one of her songs, one of her tapes, during that time because I grew up in a day of where dinosaurs still walked at this place. <laughs> no, but um, she put one of her tapes, and one day I was just singing, and she heard me, and she just couldn't believe it, and. After that, we started. I started singing more and more often, and I, I couldn't stop. I, I couldn't stop singing. Actually, nothing stops me singing right now. And, that, and, and then the rest is history. The rest <laughs> is history. I, I can't say I'm the best because I'm not the best, but I, I am pretty good. I try my best, and although I'm pretty shy sometimes, there comes those moments where insecurity comes along because you don't know who, who likes your voice. You, for yourself, there's some singers out there that, like me, that we can record, and I hate how I sound, to be honest. I really hate how I sound. But it doesn't matter what you think. As long as you have someone that always says you sound great, that's all that matters. You know what I mean? So sometimes you got to shut those ears up and let other ears listen to it. You also got to, believe in yourself first. I mean, it's, if you don't believe in yourself, how the hell somebody else going to believe in you? You know, like, like, like Amen. Like, Amen. It starts with you believing but, in you. Like, if you believe in what you're doing, right, 
You know, the, the people that want to be and, and, and go what you're doing and want to be a part of it will. And those are the people that matter. So exactly. I think that's important. Keep doing it, keep singing, and keep, you know, doing your thing. Thank and people you. will be able to see you, you know. People will be able to see you, you know what I'm saying? And so will we, will we be able to catch any um, live performances after the quarantine interview? After the quarantine, yes. Now that I got more equipment, I'm still waiting for more equipment because the quarantine has, like, been setting down and it's like... You know, you know something. You got, you can do something. You can do something, and it's time for you to spend some coins and get your 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 studio together and get your things together. And that's what I'm doing right now. And um, as soon as I get my things together and properly put, um, yeah, you'll be listening and hearing more about me and seeing more about me. And yeah, that's it. You're gonna be paying attention now. Keep doing that and keep going up, 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 up as you're doing, okay? Of course. And so, with that being said, from where did the choice for the name Differently Capable come from? Like, wow, like, you have a trademark. Like, that's a smart business move. Like, why did you, you know, why, why did you have it by this name and how did you trademark it? So, the trademark part, it, it part is um, it's in the process. So I put it so people can know already that is on that process of getting the paperwork done and legal licenses and things like that. So yeah. it's like, yeah. And um, Differently Capable comes from a movie which that I saw. I have to, I, I don't remember the name of the movie right now. And someone said Differently Capable as, the, as a joke. Huh. And I have never heard of it again. I was like, differently capable. Right. Hold up a second. Let me Google this thing down. Oh, and I did just that. I Googled it. There was nothing about the not differently capable. And I was like, you know something? I'm going to change my life around, and I'm going to make this out of me. And that's been like that. There's a differently capable. Has a hashtag on Instagram. If you look it up, there's a hashtag. Um, it's my Instagram. It, it started. It started as an Instagram first, because first I wanted to be like a little model. I wanted to look cute and like, hey, I'm in a wheelchair, but I look cute too. But then when life keeps moving on, keep teaching me more and more and more. I started act, uh, adding more to it, uh, talents and activism and advocacy, advocism, and you know the movement of what's differently capable around himself about and um that's where it comes and it spreads to facebook spreads to uh tiktok 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 right <laughs> <laughs> and um i got a twitter but i really don't like it and i don't i don't use twitter because you know, twitter is a little bit more negative sense so um i really don't like negativity but yeah if that's definitely capable came from um it's been like that for years now. It's been a couple of years now. Well, shout out to you for getting it almost trademark. It's in the process that matters. You started it. So, yes, you're inspiring a lot of us out here. But you know, working on getting our trademark stuff together too. So, thank you for that. Um, and yes, shout out to the movie where it came from because it definitely made you who you are today. And the hashtags and all the amazing things. So, what is the main thing that you want our Verse TV audience to learn about Differently Capable today? What I want people to learn from Differently Capable is that there is no limit. If you set yourself a limit, that's because you want to set yourself a limit. 
Don't let no one or anything tell you what you can or cannot do. Screw that. Period. Uh-uh. I, yeah, because it's, 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 it's overrated when people come and say, no, you can't do that. Who said? Because one person said, X, no. Heck, right. no, there's no limit. There's, there should be no limitations for anyone or anything to do here. Booyah, just like that. Oh, that was a gem. We thank you for that. So, so <laughs> talk to us. Tell us, what's next for Differently Capable? What's next for Differently Capable? My issue with Differently Capable is that Differently Capable is very extrovert. And most of the work that I do is actually out in the street, meeting people. Um, I, I enjoy the idea of one-on-one talk, face-to-face, um, crowd communications and things like that. Um, of course, I work in the music industry, so it's like that's one of the things that we do. But now that Differently Capable is starting to see that this whole world is changing around to a whole new normal, starting to work more of getting things situated to the point where people out there around the world can see me much more easier than just the local area that I have here. Um, I'm starting to reach out to artists because the idea of of Differently Capable is more getting people more involved than just working by myself. Gotcha. Yeah, so there's going to be more... uh, uh, communication with other people. Uh, there's going to be more. T- there's there's going to be moments where you're gonna say, "Oh my God, I should have thought about that." But just wait for it. <laughs> gotcha. So, what do you do in the music industry? By the way, you just mentioned that I didn't even know. What, well, what I just do? graduated. Congratulations to shout out to class of 2020 because I just graduated from out. college. Yay. Um, I, I, I study music industry, and my, uh, my idea, I'm using my, my degree for um, management and production. Um, I want to be able to listen to an, a person and guide them to be a star. There's so many people with potential out here that can do so many great things, but don't have the economics or don't have the the help, don't 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 know the ways or nothing like that. So I just, for me, it's, I want to help those that, that, that don't have it. Nice, thank That's, you for that. that. Yeah, I, I think nice. people deserve it. There's a lot of people have dreams. The only thing is that people need someone to back them up. They do, absolutely. They need a little team, everybody needs a little support. So again, congratulations to you. Congratulations Thank you. to your graduation and congratulations to all the graduates of 2020. Now tell me this. So what has been the hardest part about your work? What is my, the hardest part about my work is speaking to others and, and ah, opening their minds. Because people are so close-minded that they still don't realize it. Like, they can't understand how can a person with a disability be so independent. How can a person with a disability um, be gay? How can a person with a disability have a college degree? It's like it it for them it's so mind blowing, but it's possible. Yes, it is. It's possible. 
You're if I can do it, then every, anybody else can. It's, again, it's just, we need people to believe in us. That's all we need. We need people to believe in us. And I, I mean it for a lot of people because from my end, I didn't have a lot of people to do that for me. Um, I chose people to, to stay around me and be my support system. And those were chosen families, chosen friends, and things like that. Um, but I, I, I really would push for people to be more um, supportive. Like, how can you ask for someone to support you if you're not willing to support those that just support you and more? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, what's been the most enjoyable part of your work? Because you do a couple of different things, especially now that you just finished college. What is um, the most enjoyable part of your work? Meeting people. Meeting people. There's so many extraordinary people. To be honest, point, point case is I'm meeting you. Oh, come on now. You see, you see me uh, do, doing the type of work that I do and and speaking up the way I do helps me get me to meet people, to listen to what I have to say, get my point across, and help others understand better. This is, this is, this is long, long due that people get to see us and understand us, and I just love it. I, I love when I get to meet people that are willing, and yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. For sure. So tell me this. What has been the best advice that you have ever received? Don't stop. Like my mother said, don't stop, don't stop. Exactly. <laughs> they, 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 they don't stop. Don't stop. And it came, it came from a college professor. Come on, professor. What's up yeah. professor? He, shout out <laughs> to Dr. William Myers. Um, yes, sir. One day he was just like, Eric. Don't stop. You got um, it. Don't stop. And now you can uh, tell other people that. Thank you. Exactly. Okay. And um, there's some bonus questions added here um, from our producer. So this, how would you suggest people with different capabilities approach the dating world? If someone doesn't accept you when you're struggling and, um, and you're in a storm, you know, why would you accept them after the storm, you know? What do you think about that? Listen, I feel like this question, we belong in a couch, sitting together and talking about it with a glass of wine and explaining that my dating life for sure because it will be, a, oh, oh, God, a telenovela type of thing. But, yes, telenovela. But, um, it, my, listen, my dating life has not been the best, but it's not been the worst either. Um, it, 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 I've heard of different stories of, different people with disabilities about their day lives and oh they're, they're, they're bad they're, their stories are really bad but for me is and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna say this advice and and it's crazy because I don't take it I don't take it because I'm very outspoken and I if I like something I like something if I don't I don't and I would just say straight out like hey you're cute can we go out so I, I'm that type of person. But um, a lot of people is, even though you feel afraid of trying to find love, don't be afraid of going out to look for it, but don't rush for it either. Be 
the idea of it is there's going to be moments where you're going to feel alone and the idea of love is not about having someone to feel comfortable and just to fill that void of not having someone by you. So if you want to date, love yourself and then go out to love somebody else. Because, because the thing is that a lot of people, when it comes to people with disabilities, a lot of people treat us as a fetish instead as of a human being. And people are willing to just hit it and quit it the, the same night if possible. Just because it's a fetish. Wow. Because they see that we have this disability, this type of form that is like, I've never done it with a person like you. And then it's like, don't want to do it ever again. They're not willing to commit because this is not their idea of a relationship. So it's a little little thrill for them, pretty much. Exactly, exactly. So for me, it's like, don't put your heart into it until their heart is not into it. Thank you for that. That was a gem, and I think that was a great way to end that part of it, of the interview. You did a great job. Before we go into the next part, ladies and gentlemen, again, Definitely Capable. If you don't know, Google it. You'll find that he's there. Um, And that was our basic interview part for now. And we also have a little spicy, you know, quick five questions that we give to our All Our Verse um, interviewees. And so we're going to get right to it real fast, real quick, and get on out of here. First question is this. If you had all the money, power necessary, what would you do or change that you feel would be most beneficial in the LGBT community? Um, the most beneficial to the LGBT community is education. I would invest in the education of the LGBT. Because without, uh, without an education about our history as an LGBT community, we are, we are subjected to lose our past. And the last thing we want to lose is our past, because from our past, we are building our future. Boom. Sure. That's true. Absolutely. Yes, I love it. Education, we need it. Um, we need to be able to, you know, understand and stay focused and know that where it began, origins, no cards and things like that, you know? So, yeah, exactly. shout out to you. Number two on our list, it starts with a quote. Ask me not where I live or what I like to eat or how I comb my hair. But ask me, what am I living for? In detail, ask me what I think is keeping me from living fully for the thing I want to live for. And that is a quote by Thomas Morton. So the actual question is this. What is your goal in life, and what is slowing you down from achieving that goal? What is my goal in life is to become the spokesperson that everybody needs. The person that is willing to speak up for every single person country, origin, race, gender, no matter what. I want to be able to stand up for everybody and just be a spot, be a spot. And what's holding myself from doing that? Myself, because sometimes I feel uh, that I'm scared of doing so because what if no one wants to listen? What if no one wants to see me? What if no one's not willing to walk or roll with me? That's the only thing but it's it takes time but there's enough people around me that are advocates activists just like I am to to work with and there really are incredible leaders who are I support and I stand with and we support each other when it comes to what we believe oh yeah 
Yes, I'm loving this. All right, so number three is this. You might have already revealed it. I hope you did. I hope there's some more deepest tea there. But we call this our deepest tea. Um, something that you never shared on social media before, but something that you wanted to show you at the court. Does it have to be a gay one? No, it's just a deepest tea, whatever, you know, your deepest my tea. Deepest tea. My deepest tea, I really don't have that much deepest tea. Um, uh, well, let me, that's a lie. <laughs> my deepest tea, um, uh, bricks and stones may break my bones, but chains and whips excite me. Ooh. I like. <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Spicy. Awesome. Okay, we know. That's the deepest tea, y'all. You got to be with lines if you don't get it. Um, number four, <laughs> what is the biggest stumbling block that you've had on your journey, and, and how did you overcome it? The, the biggest um, was being around the wrong crowd, being the wrong, the, around the wrong person, around the wrong people. When you surround yourself around the wrong people, then it, you are not going to be able to be successful because what they're doing is training all that beautiful energy that you have, all those beautiful thoughts, all those beautiful ideas, your potentials, they're just draining it all and using it them for them for themselves or just throwing it in the trash for you. Get away mm -hmm. from that. Mm -hmm. Get away from that. As soon as you get away from that, it's the moment that you're going to realize your potential and how far you can go in this world. And that's exactly what I did. Mm -mm. And, and to those that don't have a disability and you're in a bad relationship, know this too. If that person doesn't treat you right, if that person doesn't love you right, if that person doesn't support everything you do, leave their asses. You don't need them. Mm. We're gonna have to invite you back to be on the show so you can bust all of that. And uh, do Let a lot of the things that we do. I'll be very yeah. happy. We appreciate it. And then so the last question of our interview is this, and I'll wrap up. What are, What is something that you would like to be left in the legacy time capsule for your legacy of your work? Um, when it comes to legacy, well, my biggest accomplishment was uh, being a part of history. And this is why, as you see to my... This is my right. I don't know if this is your left on your on your screen, but to my right you see the sash. Not behind you. Seven years ago, I won Mr. Gay Pride Buffalo. A day like today. Awesome. When that happened, is the moment that history changed in Buffalo. A person with a disability was the first person to win a title in New York State. And not only a title, I won Mr. Pride. And that's why you see me with the rainbows and everything like that. And this is why I love this month. Not only because it's my month, my birthday month, but because this is who I am. And winning, winning this title on a day like today means so much that that's a legacy. That is history. And that goes for the books. And people need to know that if I did it, they can do it too. You got me off now over here. All of them. I only have 64 teeth. How many other teeth you got? You got me off now. Um, thank you so much again for being here. That wraps up concludes our interview. Again, let them know where to find you. Anything special you're working on? And
right after that? <laughs> At this moment, I'm not working with nothing. I'm just building myself and, and building the connections. But as soon as something comes up, uh, I will definitely let you guys know. Just make sure you keep an eye on my Facebook, keep an eye on my Instagram, keep an eye on my YouTube channel. And as soon as something comes up, you'll see it. Y'all be the first one to know. You can find me on all social medias, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at uh, Differently Capable. They're all the same. You will find me there definitely. And if not, just Google. <laughs> yes. And that means you guys heard it here first. We'll have at Differently Capable. We do this all week long, so be sure to check them out. Again, this has been All the Tea with Verse TV. Like, comment, subscribe, and also open up our Heart Radio app and put us in there and let them know you're listening. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys, all week long. Thank you guys. Hey, thank you. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. <laughs> <laughs>